Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams podcast. I'm a personal trainer and women's online health coach, bringing you all things health, wellness, money, mindset, and just life in general. If you want to learn, laugh, and up-level your life, this is a podcast for you. Each episode, we'll talk habits, tips, tricks, and big ideas to nourish your mind and inspire you to create your dream life by design. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Welcome to today's episode on all things advice giving. Today's episode was actually inspired because I was reflecting on how I actually haven't been really receiving much unsolicited advice in my DMs. And rewind maybe one, two years ago, even three years ago, often I would post something. I would post something about what I'm doing or how I'm feeling or if I was run down or whatever it may be, the good, the bad. And I would get so many DMs with unsolicited advice. Oh, like take this herbal supplement. Oh, you should see this naturopath. Oh my God, that's happened to me. You should try this. And it was all just like advice in response to information I'd shared, no matter what it was. And the interesting piece was I hadn't asked for that kind of feedback. So let's use the example. If I said I was sick, I was like, hey guys, I'm run down. And I would have like 20 people in my DMs suggesting the herbal remedies that help them and what they're doing. Or if my skin was having a flare up and I was like, hey, my skin's flaring up. I'm trying new, this new skincare and I'm doing this. And everyone was like, oh my God, my skin flared up with this happened. And it was just like absolutely everything I shared. I would just, my inbox was just flooded with, yeah, will this work for, uh, this happened to me and this is what it was and this is what you should try. Now, the first piece I want to cover is these people are trying to help. These people have seen something that I'm going through that I'm experiencing and they're like, oh my God, I felt that and this worked for me and I want to be able to help Jesse by seeing if this will work for her. And this happens with everyone all of the time. Anyone in your life who is giving you unsolicited advice is trying to help. But what I want you to consider is how it feels to be on the receiving end of unsolicited advice. And I can only imagine if any mamas are listening to this. I've got uh, lots of friends with babies and while I'm not there myself yet, I'm low-key terrified for when it comes to a time in my life where I want to have babies because I have heard all of the horror stories of all of the, not only the unsolicited advice, but the unsolicited information, the unsolicited stories, the, oh my God, did you hear about this person who had this happened to them and oh my god you're pregnant wait until this happens wait until you get this stage of your pregnancy and it's no longer nausea it's now this as well or wait until you're so tired or wait until you can't shave your fucking legs you know it's not even advice it's just unsolicited feedback which all it does is create anxiety in that person's body and as I said, any mamas listening to this, you probably would have felt what it was like throughout the stages in your pregnancy when people were either giving you unsolicited advice or unsolicited information or unasked for birth stories, whatever it may have been and how like agitated you probably felt in your body and probably just wanted to be like, can you just shut the F up? I don't want to hear it anymore you know, nine, nearly 10 grueling months of that, um, it adds up, right? Wears you down. 
But it's not obviously just pregnancies. People experience this all the time when they're on health kicks, you know, working on their health. Oh, no need to cut out sugar. Why are you doing that? Oh, no need to do that diet. You don't need to lose weight. Oh, why are you eating gluten still? It's like so much shame and unsolicited feedback regardless. And it's so interesting because... The people who are giving advice actually have no idea about context. So for example, right now I'm focusing heavily on my nutrition and my health and I'm heavily cutting out refined sugars and gluten and things like that. Now, if I said to someone, oh, you know, I've cut out gluten and sugar and blah, blah, and somebody took that information without any context, I can only imagine they'll be like, why are you doing that? You don't need to cut out sugar or gluten to lose weight. You don't need to cut out gluten if you don't have a gluten intolerance. Why are you doing that? Um, Without having background context to be like, okay, well, I'm actually working with a coach. I have had the most in-depth blood work analysis that I've had borderline in my life. Like if you knew how many vials of blood they bloody took and what they were testing. I have endometriosis, I've been having gut issues, and I'm working with a coach who specializes in this area and through reducing my sugar consumption and my gluten, it will not only support my endometriosis in having a better menstrual cycle, it's also going to help with my gut permeability and dysbiosis. Is that the answer that you wanted? It's like, I don't want to tell you that information and I'm not inclined to share if I don't want to. I'm just like, hey... I want to keep it light and I want to keep it playful and I want to give you a little update and just be like, hey, I'm doing this. And sometimes it's like, I just want to share this information. I'm focusing on my health. I'm I'm cutting this out. This is feeling really good for me. And then somebody comes and shits on your parade with like, why are you doing that? That's so silly. And it creates so much disconnect. It's like you get resentment. It's like, thank you for completely taking what I just told you and making it either about yourself or invalidating my experience or taking something which felt playful um, and a personal share and just completely making it feel entirely impersonal and borderline attacking. It's going to make you almost resent that person. So we've all been on the receiving end of this and we know it doesn't feel good. But the interesting piece is even though we know what it feels like on the receiving end, for some reason, we do it anyway. We do it to other people all of the time, unsolicited advice. And we don't think it's unsolicited advice. We just see it as advice. But any advice which is not invited in is unsolicited advice. Now, A core piece to this is understanding that anyone giving advice, as I said, is trying to help, but it goes beyond just trying to help. That's like the surface level, but the deep underlying core thing, excuse me, the deep underlying core thing that's happening or why they're trying to help is to create connection. People only ever give advice because they want to connect. They crave connection and they think through giving advice, they are helping. And if they are the helper, then they are the nice boy, the nice girl, the good girl, the good boy, whatever it may be. They are the considerate, the empathetic, the caring. They are the helpful one. And if you perceive them as helpful, then you're going to love or accept them. 
This is all obviously not conscious. We don't consciously think, oh my God, I'm going to give this person advice so they think that I'm helpful and then they love me. This is all deep subconscious work. When you give advice, you're doing that from a really beautiful intention. You're wanting to be helpful and you're wanting to connect and feel loved. But this is selfish because it's actually about you. It's I'll give advice so this person likes me. Again, not conscious, it's unconscious. But it doesn't actually connect you. It actually disconnects you. So I want you to get really intentional about where and with who you keep giving advice to because you're looking to connect with them and and help them and support them. But it actually might be disconnecting you from this person. I see this all the time in parent-child relationships. I see it within friendships. I see it within relationships. It shows up everywhere. I see it in work environments, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So not only do I want you to consider where you do it and with whom you do it, but just when, like when you do it and how you're feeling in that moment. Because often... You're doing it when somebody is having a emotional experience that you don't feel comfortable sitting in. Again, not always. Like sometimes it's as simple as, oh, this thing worked for my skin, right? It's not like an emotional thing. But where it does happen a lot is say someone is, say someone broke up with their partner and they're crying and they're experiencing heartbreak. And you come in and you see them crying and they're like, why is this happening to me? And it hurts and it's painful. And you see that emotional reaction that they're having in their body and that hurts you. That makes you feel uncomfortable and you don't want them to be sad. And so you start saying, don't worry about them. Fuck them. They didn't even know what they had. You know, you, you should just like, you know, let's just go out. Let's have fun. And you're, you're giving all of this like information or you're pep talking them. You're, you're continually talking and you can't stop. You're like... You're on this like tangent trying to get them to feel better, but you're not getting them to feel better for them. You're getting them to feel better for you. I know a few people will be triggered by what I said just then. I know people will be like, no, I'm not. Like when I do that, I I really do care about the other person. This isn't to say you don't care. Of course you care. I know you can. I know you don't want them to be sad. But the thing is, when you try advice give or Um, stop someone from crying or stop them from being angry or stop them from having any emotional experience and you try to take on as an empath you try to take on that problem for them you're basically saying I don't believe that you're strong enough to do this on your own I don't believe you're strong enough to handle these emotions so I'll handle them for you you're taking away their opportunity to grow from that experience you're taking away their opportunity to fully feel and go through the entire cycle of emotions until they return back to their own homeostasis in their own time when they're ready so that's quite a deeper example obviously if someone going through a breakup and you're trying to emotionally baby you know don't worry about all you need to do is like be like babe this fucking sucks I'm so sorry that you're feeling like this. I can't even imagine what you're going through. Not, 
oh, I know how you feel. I went through a breakup. That's not what people want to hear in the moment. They don't want to hear that you know how they feel because when you're in the emotion, when you're in the situation of feeling that emotion, they don't know how you feel. You don't think anyone understands how you feel and them telling you that they do, all it does is invalidates your experience. Oh, what, you know how I feel. So I just shouldn't feel sad anymore. That's what it feels like. And it's not ever saying that, but it's what it feels like in the moment. It's like, I know how you feel. I went through that. It sucks. And it's like, you're trying to connect with me by empathizing that you felt what I felt before, but all it makes me feel is, oh, you've already felt it and been through it and lived it and now you're fine. So should I just be fine? So all of these things, all of these ways we try to connect through giving advice or trying to connect with people, you know, telling them how that we know how they feel, all it does is invalidates their experience and makes them resent you. Again, this isn't even conscious. In their conscious mind, they're not like, I'm resenting this person right now. Sometimes they're thinking like, I wish they would shut up, but not often. Often they're just like, yeah, yeah, like nodding, but something in their body doesn't feel right. Their subconscious is like, I don't need this. All they needed was for somebody to make it about them, to let them know that it's okay what they feel, to validate their experience and just sit there and be with them, to let them not feel like they need to rush Not feel like, oh, well, I've cried for five minutes. That's probably enough and I should stop because this person's really uncomfortable and telling me not to cry. Let people have their entire emotional experience. Do not rush them through. Just validate. And just see yourself for where you're trying to connect with people. You're trying to to connect and make them feel supported, but you're actually disconnecting you're actually creating so much disconnect so whether it's with you you know unintentionally invalidating someone's experience or whether it's you giving advice on the big things or the little things you know how they should handle their argument with their partner or how they should raise their child right through to little things around what skincare they should use what naturopath they should see who where they should go and buy that thing and swapping to this brand of that If somebody didn't invite that in, it is unsolicited and any unsolicited advice creates disconnect. So a way you can get around this is if somebody shares a piece of information and they share it and it is not worded as a question, but you want to give them advice, get permission. Wow, that's so interesting. I have some um, I have some recommendations I think would be really good for you. Would you mind if I shared or are you happy with what you're doing right now? That fucking simple. Hey, I have something I think would be really beneficial. I would love to tell you about it if it's something you're open to considering. How does that feel? That fucking simple. So getting advice, um, again, even with somebody having an emotional experience, And they're upset and they're telling you how they feel. They're frustrated at their boss or they had a fight with someone or their mum was being a bitch. Whatever it was, they're being upset and they're telling you about it. Wow, that really sucks. Do you want advice on this or do you just need me to listen right now? That fucking simple. So the thing is, this doesn't mean that you can't ever give advice if it's not asked for. 
It just means if it hasn't been asked for, get permission because that makes the person feel open because they feel considered and you've checked in on whether or not that's a boundary for them. You haven't crossed the boundary and then they have to now take use their energy to be like, oh, like now I have to put a boundary in place. You don't even cross the boundary because you check if it's a boundary first. So I would really recommend next time you're scrolling social media and you're following someone and they're like, hey, I'm doing this health gig or oh my God, I just did this thing or this is how my skin's going or I've started studying this or I'm launching a business or whatever it may be. If it's not worded as a question, don't give advice. If you have advice they haven't asked for that you actually think would be really helpful, get permission before you share. What this does is it creates deep fucking trust. This creates deep, deep, deep trust This person's considered my boundaries. They've considered my needs. They've invited, um, you know, they've checked that they can be invited into this space. They've, They've considered what's best for me, not what's best for themselves. They're not making this about them. They're allowing this experience to remain about me. And you know this because they're checking in on what your needs are. Do you need advice on this or do you just need me to listen? Would you like recommendations? I have some great ones. So they've actually asked you. This creates deep trust, deep, 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 deep trust. Um, If you haven't ever looked at the seven pillars of trust, or I think she calls them the seven elements of trust. I think she refers to them as, I like to call them pillars, by Brene Brown. Um, One of them is boundaries. And this is about um, if you're unsure of a boundary, you'll ask. So knowing that what this does and how this builds trust is it creates transparency, openness, consideration, and safety as well. And you don't, that other person will never resent you consciously or unconsciously. They will feel so considered and this creates true connect. So the one thing I want you to really take away from all of this is when you give Well, two things. One, any advice given that's not asked for or isn't given with prior consent is unsolicited, full stop. If it wasn't asked for or you didn't get permission to give it, it is unsolicited. Any unsolicited advice is always, 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 always an attempt to connect, but it creates disconnect. They're the two things you need to know. Any advice that's given that wasn't asked for is unsolicited. Any unsolicited advice is an attempt to connect, but it creates disconnect. So seeing yourself with love and compassion for knowing that you're only showing up with care, compassion, and a desire to be helpful, and that's beautiful. You can validate that. But now you get to walk away being like, oh, this thing that I'm trying to do that is being helpful is actually not helpful at all. And the most helpful thing for me to do is just to be like, that's awesome. I love that for you. Good work. Because even if like, let's use the example of dieting. If someone is um, vegan and somebody is doing paleo and they tell you that they've gone vegan 
And in your mind, you're like, well, science says that eating meat is a lot better and I don't want this person to have bad blood test results or get any illness or blah, blah, blah. So you say to them, oh my God, like, I don't think you should be doing that. Guess what? They're going to do it anyway. But now they're going to be doing it anyway, feeling unsupported by you. They're not going to, you're not going to change their mind. They need to live out their own experiences. Let's say someone goes on a dumb fad diet. They start a shake diet, which is ridiculously silly. (sighs) We all know it's silly. Um, But say someone goes on a diet and you say that's ridiculous and that's stupid. All you're doing is shaming them. They will come to learn it's silly in their own time. And wouldn't it be so nice that when they realize that what they're doing is silly, they can turn to you and be like, I just did this really dumb thing. And you can be like, yeah, babe, that was silly. (laughs) Why'd you do that? Rather than why are you doing this dumb thing? Them feeling so much fucking shame. Then eventually over time, they realize they were doing a silly thing and they don't even feel like they can come and tell you or talk to you about it because you shamed them when they were in the middle of that process. So just checking where you are unintentionally shaming people because you're trying to be helpful. Do not give advice if it's not asked for. And if you have great advice, because come on, let's be real. Sometimes we all have fucking awesome advice and we want to share it. Get permission or give it and then say, hey, was that a boundary? I did this today. I did this today with my best friend. I was like, hey, girl, like, um... I am, I just want you to know that I'm about to give some advice on something and I'm only doing it. I've really checked in. I've made sure my intentions are really good. It's actually because I really care about you, but if it doesn't land for you, that's okay. And if me giving this advice is a boundary, please let me know. So I don't do it again. And then I gave it and she was like, no, can fully see how much you were just actually considering and wanting to help there. And that was, that was good. Thank you. So sometimes like in that situation, I didn't ask permission, but I um, alerted her to what I was about to, to say. And I also said like, leave it if it's not for you. Like if this doesn't land, you don't need to take it on. So I hope this one was helpful. The last thing I'll leave you guys with today is that there is a link down the bottom to jump on the wait list for my new program, which will be coming out in the next couple of weeks, which is so exciting. Conscious Connections, which is all things on relationships and communication. So perfect timing given the theme of today. Hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode.